0: Welcome to Disruption Now. I'm your host Rob Richardson. I'm Tu. And we are happy to bring actually happy and uh, happy may not be the right word. I guess we're uh, we are bringing uh, someone on the show that uh, can tell us firsthand experience, uh, Lonnie Savant of, about what it's like to have the coronavirus to go through it. Um, and to let people know like this is real, take it seriously. real people are getting this. Uh, and you know we want to just really kind of talk through your experience. So first of all, uh, Lonnie, I want to thank you for uh, coming on the show today. Thanks for getting our on and just opening up about your story. We we just you know really 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 appreciate that.
1: You're very welcome.
0: So you got uh, unfortunately you have the you have the coronavirus. You're looking you're looking well. Does, does it doesn't look like it, uh, <laughs> it looks like you, oh. you, you you recovered well from it. But I want folks to know um, the process how you got here and 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 how's it going for you right now cuz if i understand it, it's not just you but it's also your your uh, husband is uh, actually contracted as well
1: yeah that's right um actually i i want to clarify i have tested negative twice oh good right my husband tested positive however the doctors believe that i actually had it but shed the virus quickly because i Had all of the same symptoms, just not as severe. As well as I, it never went into my lungs, where it has gone into my husband's lungs. So his respiratory function was compromised. Mine never was. Wow.
0: So I mean, your 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 husband. I mean, was there did they did they have any reason why your husband might have had a more severe case versus you? Was there any underlying reason that they could give you, or just they just didn't know?
1: Good question. No, my husband is extremely healthy. Uh, He's a former uh, German soccer player in Germany. Um, He's a former runner and he's very active. Uh, Probably like the rest of us, he could lose a couple of pounds here and there, but in general, he is super healthy. Um, He has no underlying conditions. Now, the doctors are saying, number one, he's male versus being female that that may have something to do with it and number 2 he is 61 i'm 52
0: right well that's i mean it's important for people to hear i mean he's in good he's in he's in great shape yeah. uh, and and you can still get this cuz i think there's this i know there's this uh oh, there's this kind of narrative that's out there like oh well i'm not at risk I'm healthy. I'm cool. So why should I worry about it? What 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 do you say to people like that? Because that, that can actually describe you, I guess, in a sense.
1: Yeah. So what I say is, you know, it's anything is possible, right? Uh, we never thought we would get it. We have been to this area of Italy for 20 years. We're very familiar with the people, the area, um, we stay at the same hotel, we see the same people every week that we go every year. We really didn't think that it would be a problem, even though the regions below us, about four to five hours below us, Veneto and Lombardy, were starting to have issues. The day we drove out of the mountains of the Dolomites was the day that it started to have some cases in Sutro, where we were, so you just never know. And people were probably carriers that didn't realize that they were
0: correct. Like you, like like you could have been too. You just didn't know. Like you said, you were tested. You tested negative, but they just they believe you shed it fast. Do they think that you could still carry it now, or you just don't carry it anymore now that you've gotten rid of it? Or have, or do they know?
1: Great question. Uh, I would like for my husband to get tested again. Uh, but they have to make sure that, number one, his fever is down for three days without any help from acetaminophen. And I believe he's on day two now. So tomorrow, if his fever stays down, we can go into the Department of Health and get tested, get him tested. So I don't know what the protocol is after that. They'll let us know.
0: And what are they telling you? Are they telling you anything in particular about that you have to – Stay in a certain uh, period of time. Are they yeah. mandating yeah. this? Are they, they they put you on some list? I mean, I think people want. To, it's a good. I mean, I think people want to know, right?
1: We're on the list. Well, I'm not <laughs> on the list because I didn't test positive. But um, what they're saying is this is very interesting because because I've tested negative, but I've been around an individual that tested positive until he tests negative twice. I have to stay in quarantine. And once he tests negative twice, I have to stay in quarantine two additional weeks. Wow. So I may be at home from March 8th when we self-quarantined, when we returned from Italy. Uh, I may have to be in quarantine from March 8th to potentially the end of April.
0: Wow.
1: So I get punished for not having it. It's that's wow
0: I, that's that, that's new information to today i actually didn't know that so i mean it it, it it does make sense but so quarantine so that means you you have kids right so the kids are
1: um i i do have one son but he lives in another state i have grandchildren that you know are with him in another state so no it's just he and i at home thank goodness
2: okay today yeah no this is um Bonnie, it's great to have you on and it's amazing because I know we have a, a dual relationship of being good friends, our families, but then also you're a client of our firm at Axial. And um, I wanna thank you for coming on the show and um, on a serious note, because when you called me, probably, what is it? It's only like two, two and a half weeks ago. Like this is all happening so sudden, I think for all of us. And you told me that you guys tested positive or that Nick tested positive and and uh, um he had had a high fever for, I think, six days at the time and the whole thing. That's when it got real to me in a different way. I mean, I didn't disbelieve that this was happening, but just like anything else in life, when you know someone, it kind of makes it real. Uh, or Know someone that's afflicted by an issue it makes it real for you. So um, and then it, it, it like hurt me and hit me harder when like two days later, you telling me he's going to ICU. So I think one of the things that um and that's why I appreciate you sharing the story because I think that a lot of people need to keep hearing how just different this is and serious it is because in dealing in my wealth management practice I'm still hearing I mean I'm hearing it less today but 2 weeks ago I was still hearing well you know it's 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 the statistics for this and it's right. like the flu or this many people die of cancer and and what I what I try and explain to people is it's it's not about that only this many or that many people die and i hate to sound like that about only anything because anybody dying is sad but it's also about the stress on the system for all of us if this thing just goes rampant and that's what i thought of is maybe there's only a what from what i hear maybe a three percent or so mortality rate but what if 20 percent of people end up becoming like your husband nick where they're in icu for a week which are the stats, by the way. Yeah, you, you told us that he just came home finally last night and we're happy to hear it, but they sent him home with the oxygen tanks because it did um, in, invade his lungs and do some damage there that, that I don't know if it's permanent, but at least it's enough that he still got oxygen tanks at home. And the fact that you guys are entrepreneurs, you guys own a business, you guys, so it's like, it's not just, I think people focus too much on the death part. Yeah. Because. It, knowing your story Lonnie I even be have become more conscious in the last few weeks because my head is saying I'm not just worrying about dying I don't want to end up in ICU I yeah, don't so want because I, you I, I can you can you can
0: contribute to others deaths because listen if the ICU is overwhelmed there are other sicknesses besides for the coronavirus people Correct. Don't need to deliver babies people are still getting sick people still need to be cared for and we don't have the capacity to take so people will die and and from other diseases that could be treated yeah. too that's what people need to look at
2: or from Corona because they just couldn't get into ICU because it was full. Correct. So, so Lonnie, just I, that's why I wanted you to speak to maybe um, what 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 really happened to Nick that because he didn't pass obviously, but it was serious enough that it still has disrupted you guys' life as business owners and, and just in general, like you said, you might be stuck inside for four to six weeks based on all this stuff. So yeah, just speak to that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you know, when I wanted everybody to understand the context as to why we went. You know and you have we had our guard down because we're so familiar with the area in addition what led to us going again this year was the fact that nick has had tremendous amount of stress on the business his his partner isn't doing well so he hasn't been at work hardly at all and he just needed a break and i have to tell you this is the one place that he goes to where he's very very happy so i wasn't gonna you know i didn't want to deny him that Thankfully, we have a, an amazing team uh, at our business that has been carrying the load. And uh, we've been really uh, blessed and fortunate to still have business coming in because we are kind of one of those essential businesses. So we're fortunate that way. Um, yeah. So being there, uh, it, was a, it was a great trip. I started fe- feeling ill first, and then I passed it on to him, I believe, 12 to 15 hours later. Um I shed it quickly, but still had symptoms when we got home. And like I said, we've been self-quarantining since March 8th. The only place I've been is the hospital um, and uh, drive through to pick up prescriptions, that's it.
2: That's amazing because what I'm hearing is you may have actually had it and you shed it by the time you got tested, but you pass it to him, but he's the one that had the net more negative effects. And I think again, for people to hear, and, and like you said about, and, and one thing, um, I actually wrote it down because it was important when you said, because you were so familiar with the area, you had your guard down. And um, I think that's, like, I realized that's what I'm susceptible to, going to the grocery store near my house. I'm used to it, so I'm not, I'm not putting the hand sanitizer on and when I'm touching the keypad from my credit card and all the things that I've learned now, weeks later, that this virus can sit there on a piece of plastic for three days and still right. be alive so yeah it's it's well it's, there's
1: also reports that the one of the quarantine cruise ships they've gone back through uh and it's been um 17 days and they've actually still discovered the virus 17 wow days. 17
2: yeah. days wow That's
1: a recent report i heard this morning
2: yeah no that's that's why i think that um that's why I'm glad, and we thank you for joining us because I think this is important. That people like this is going to be around f- for a while, and I think your experience is is very um, it's unique, but I think it's going to be common and shared. That we're all we get we all let our guards down in certain environments just because we're used to it. We all have friends. We all want to socialize, and um, and even like even people I've shared your story with, they're kind of like, oh well, of course they were in Italy. That you know, right? So can't happen to me. And then I explained to them, but you know, they flew in and out of Munich, Germany. Correct. So how many millions of people did that in the past two, three months in Europe, going through Italy and, and, and maybe talk about how transient Europe is where you can take the trains and you can fly in and out of Paris or Zurich, but still have gone through Italy. Well, and, and, and before you go there, I think it's like,
0: it, it's to think of it this way, this started with one person somewhere in China, suddenly the whole world has it very quickly. So it's clearly a very very contagious virus something like we haven't seen before right. uh so it's not something that we can we we haven't seen this before so to Tunde's today's point uh, many people are frustrated i'm one of them and i'm sure you are too you, with this with this with the current state of how things are and knowing how disruptive it is to the economy what is your message to people that are watching this and saying well i'm not getting sick you know cuz people still they see their situation right they I'm not getting sick. No one I know uh, around me is sick yet. Uh, you know, the economy is shut down here. I don't have as many opportunities. What do you say to people, given what you've gone through? What and you're a business owner? What advice do you give people as you as you kind of as you kind of like, navigate these waters as being a person who's been personally affected?
1: Yeah. So what I would say is this is the first time in history that we've ever quarantined the healthy to make sure that the virus doesn't spread. They did not do that with the Spanish flu. Obviously, we weren't as mobile back then with the Spanish flu in 1918. uh, But they never shut down businesses that, in fact, I read this morning. um, Sorry, I can't remember the president's name at the time, uh, who barely even addressed the, the, the nation on the severity of the flu. They left it to the local communities to take care of people. Um, but yeah, so I think that this this virus, although it, it's so contagious, so highly contagious, um, our governments, our, our local officials, our medical staff, they're learning as we go. This, this virus d- did not respond to ibuprofen. This virus barely responded to my husband's, uh, uh, the, excuse me, acetaminophen, barely responded to my husband's fevers. I went through six to seven days of his fever, spiking and dropping, spiking and dropping, breaking in the middle of the night, sweating, have to wash his sheets. It it doesn't behave like a typical virus that that we're used to. So I think everybody is learning as we go along. Um, My advice would be, be smart. If you can just social distance for a while, if you can continue to wash your hands, wipe things down, be smart when you're going to places like the grocery store. Uh, I had to get gas this morning, I had my gloves on at the pump, you know, things that I would never have done before. M- my advice is to just be smart, uh, but don't be hysterical because we'll get through it.
0: Be smart, that's great, but don't be hysterical. and. Sure. I think you. I think that's a good, good life word. advice, Lonnie. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just let folks know that look, uh, the world's not ending. There's not a new world order that's it's coming. Not. This is not. This is not what this is. Right. This is a virus, a pandemic. It has happened before, as you stated, uh, the uh, 1918 Spanish flu, which killed a lot of people, probably unnecessarily, because there wasn't. I like to say physical distancing. We can hope we are all going to still be social, um, and my hope is that this doesn't change the nature of humanity. That we still interact with each well, other that's, all a great,
1: that's a great point let me tell you a quick story Saturday night my neighbors sent me a text message hey we're sitting out on our driveway having dinner we we brought you something we're going to put it on your driveway bring out a chair and come and join us for dinner so I literally was out on my driveway Saturday night with some wonderful lasagna they brought me and they were across the street with their little family and we all ate together.
0: That's that that that's yes beautiful that and and I also think to to kind of close it, Italy showed that since you guys love Italy, they were people had been quarantined to their house, but they were all playing music at one point. I think that's the that's the opportunity in this moment that people realize the uh, the the fake divisions that we put up are actually fake, and we can because we're all human, we can all be affected by this, and uh, we're all in this together. It doesn't matter you're rich, poor, black, white. Chinese, Hispanic. Anybody can get this. Anybody can get this. Everybody's vulnerable because everybody's human.
1: Yeah. And let let me just real quickly tell you an Africa story. Um, Two years ago, we went to Kenya on safari. And of course, um, the the Maasai tribe was our guides and protectors and uh, just wonderful, wonderful people. And I connected with a few of them on Facebook. And um, so I messaged, uh, his last name is Johnson. I messaged Johnson uh, 10 days or so ago heard about the locusts that were affecting Kenya. And I said, Johnson, are you okay with those locusts? And uh, he said, no, we're fine. That's up in the north. But now I'm concerned about coronavirus. Our country has two cases now. So I told him what happened with us and, you know, about, you know, taking care and, and being this... Sanitary as possible.
0: Well, that's great. It's a great way to end it, Lottie. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for uh, being willing to do that. And uh, you know, maybe we'll find some reason to bring her back on the show. She's a great storyteller.
1: Yeah. Oh, thanks. All right. Thanks, thanks, thanks so very much. much. Have a great
0: day, guys. You too.